Bibles, if you would, please, to Luke. To Luke chapter 16. And we're going to start at verse number 19. I started a new job uh, middle of July. I work for DHHR now. One of the things to do is I do payroll, payroll manager for uh, all the, the whole agency. A couple ladies there, and I told them I'm speaking up here, and I'm inviting them to come, but I'm not seeing them this morning. So we might have to try to make it up there for like a 45 minute drive for them. So, you never know what happens. Uh, this week, our church has been involved. It's called Judgment Island. And a lot of us go through different, you know how Halloween is, people like to go through a lot of Halloween. This is like called Judgment Island, I'll go to the house and copyright the other things in the island. And you are 
an accepted way of life. If people can ignore what the Bible calls sin, then they can quite logically discount what it says about the reality of sin. Do we see that today? I mean, just a couple weeks ago. And I've been working in payroll. Benefits. And now, I don't know if y'all heard on the news, but in the city of Houston, the mayor of Houston, who is a homosexual, has come out and wants to subpoena all messages from the pastor. And then the Texas attorney general said, no, you can't do that. He's okay. I want us to pay all this people because what they're doing is a speech. You know what you're trying to get at. Then we'll be in college. Chris, you gotta get back to the And we gotta get to the reality of what hell is gonna be like. Some people might say, well, we shouldn't leave like a judgment island or a judgment house because we want to scare people. But you know what? I'd rather scare someone out of hell knowing that they're going to hell. And I would rather go down to any home house down there and put a hole through the bed. You need four reasons why hell is not the place you want to go. Four reasons why hell is the place you do not want to go. Before we get this, I need to share with you what other religions you believe about hell. Scientology. You hear that a lot with, our, with actors and actresses. I think Tom Cruise is one of the guys promoting Scientology. Here's what they believe. They believe that hell is a total myth. An invention just to make people very unhappy and is a vicious lie. Jehovah's Witness. 
I work with him, and we had never really talked about religion. She's a, well, she's a wonderful worker. I know she goes when I saw her Bible and digging out the lunch she's here with. Here's what they believe. Hell, meaning a place of fiery torment where sinners remain after death until the resurrection does not exist. This is the doctrine of organized religion, not the Bible. Hell is the common grave of mankind, literally Sheol, a place of rest and hope, where the departed sleep until the resurrection by Jehovah God. In this witness, where it says, and hell, he lifts up the God. Heaven is real. Why should a person not want to go to hell? Let me give you the first reason. Number one, hell is hot. Hell is hot. I mean, it's going to be like what? 70? Today, he said, "Oh, that's perfect T-shirt weather." How about in the summertime when I don't know? I think this was probably one of the coolest summers we've had. But it was like 95 degrees, and the humidity was high. They say, "Stay inside, right?" And and run the air conditioning. Stay cool. Let me tell you something. Hell is not going to be like that, church. Hell is going to be hot, it's going to be hot, and there's no air conditioning. Look at what the passage says here. Verse 23, In hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torment, and seeth Abraham afar off. Verse 24, And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water. Why? So he may cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. How many of you remember seeing the video of 9-11? World Trade Center. You see the planes going into the building. I'll never forget when I first saw my first phone. I was at Western State University, we were at Ukraine, uh, 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 the division of personnel And as we watched it on the screen, we saw this little face just coming out of the building. These people. It was so hot in the World Trade Center when the plane. He crashed into the building. It was so hot that the only way these people could get out was to jump out of the window thinking they're going to get some relief. One of two things happened. Either they jumped out of the building and got ready for relief here in heaven, or they jumped out of the building and got to a hotter place in heaven. One of two things happened. Hell is hot. It is so hot that... The rich man here, he says, if Lazarus can just take a little bit of water, tip it on, put it on this tip of his finger, that he may cool my tongue. Let me ask you this. Have you ever gotten so hot outside 
that when you took a glass of water and you drank it, you felt kind of refreshed? It felt good, didn't it? Or in the summertime when you go out to camp, and you know what the kids' favorite games are? The water games? Wow. Pulled you off. Look at this. Daniel 3 is chapter 3. You know, when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they did not bow to Nebuchadnezzar, to his statue. What was going to happen to them? Everyone get thrown into the fiery furnace, right? Nebuchadnezzar says, Burn that thing up seven times hotter. They threw Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in there. But here's something that I don't know if you've ever. When you read the, the passage tonight and realize this, that there are men who died. Especially in Why? It was so far. It was so far. So not to be able to get many reflections. In Matthew chapter 3, According to verse 7, it says this. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees, not the Pharisees, he said it's an old generation of vipers who have warned you to flee from the wrath of the time. Bring forth therefore fruits made of for repentance. And think not to yourself, not, think not to say within yourself, We have Abraham for our father, for I say unto you that God is able to of these stones to raise up children of now also the axe is laid into the root of the trees. Therefore every tree which bringeth not forth good fruit is turned down and cast into fire. I indeed baptize you with water and repentance. But he that cometh after me is mightier than me, than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire, whose man is in his hand, and he will thoroughly, thoroughly purge his floor gather his wheat into the garner, that he will burn up with the shaft. Matthew chapter 25, verse 41 says this. Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, ye first, to everlasting fire, 
wasn't prepared for people. It was prepared for the devil and his angels. You remember back, and I believe it's in Ezekiel, where there was a war in heaven, and Satan said, I am going to be God, and he tried to take over God's throne. The Bible says that God kicked him out of heaven. And then in Revelation, I forgot the chapter, but it says about the third of the stars, about the third of the angels went with him. The face of church, Satan is prominent in the earth. He is prominent. He's trying to get a foothold in every believer's heart. He's trying to get the Christians to fall away from their faith. As we hear, we got the watered-down versions from about going to heaven. You've got the Buddhist way. You've got the Allah way. And I've never seen it with Oprah. There surely there has to be more than one way. Hell is prepared for the devil. But we have people every day. People every second. Help has enlarged itself, prepared for the devil and his angels. In Revelation 19, verse 20, it says this, And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophets that wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast, and them that worshiped his image. These both were cast alive into the lake of fire, burning with brimstone. Revelation 20, 10 says this, And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. Isaiah chapter 5, verse 13, says this, Therefore my people are gone into captivity, because they have no knowledge, and their honorable men have fa are famished, and their multitude dried up with thirst. Therefore, hell has enlarged herself and opened her mouth without measure, and their glory, their multitude, and their pomp, and he that rejoices shall descend into it, and the mean men shall be brought down, and the mighty men shall be humbled, and the eyes of the lofty shall be humbled. Let me tell you something about hell. It's not going to be one big party as people think it's going to be. Well, I think it's hard. Now it's hot. Now it's hard. Number three. Hell is one. Hell is one. Look like this when she looks crazy. And beside all this, between us and you, there is a great song.
I could not go to where he was. of the Lord and from the glory of His power. You know what the worst thing about being in hell is going to be? It's not going to be away from your friends. It's not going to be away from your family. But it's going to be away from the presence of God. That's what's going to happen. That's going to happen. It happens for all eternity. Church, I'm not paranoid. Hell is hot. Hell is enlarged. Hell is lonely. I guess you all know what the last letter is going to start with. There it is. Hell lasts forever. All four of the ones that we work with. And it lasts forever.
verse 26, and beside all this, between us and you there is a great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from hence to you, what's that next word? Cannot. It's not going to happen. Neither can they pass from to us that would come from thence. It's not going to happen. Hell is going to last forever. There is no more hope. The only hope people have right now is in Jesus Christ. They have it on this earth. But after death, that's it. You know, some people believe when they die, they're just going to sleep in the ground. They must not know what Hebrews 9 27 tells It's been appointed unto man wants to die. After this, the judgment. Now, we got one, two judgments we're going to be at. Either we're going to be at the judgment seat of Christ, that's for the Christians, or we're judged for our words, because it's going to be tried by fire. You've got the wood, wood hay, and stubble. You've got the gold, silver, and precious stones. And later on, I think it's verse Corinthians chapter 3, around verse 15 or so, it says this, and whatever's been burned up by fire, Fearfulness hath surprised the hypocrites. 
who among us shall dwell in the devouring fire, who among us shall dwell with everlasting eternal punishment. Isaiah 33, um, Revelation 20.10 says this, And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. Matthew 25.46 says this, And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, for the, but the righteous and the life eternal. I can't help but think, my mind's going back, I work in the judgment room, and I've heard this over and over again in every single one of the last three nights. I want you to imagine something, with me. Imagine a sinner come before the throne of the great throne. I want you to imagine that Jesus is looking through the angel and said, it's so and so in the book of life. He opens up the book. He says, no. What's his name? It's not the book of life. And then the person stands before Jesus. He says, now wait a minute, Jesus. I've gone to church all my life. I've even given to the church. I have sung, I know of a man, before he got saved, he sang bass in the choir for 50 years. I never trusted Christ till later in life. I did all this stuff. You, you can ask anybody in the world. You can ask the people in my community, in my community, that I'm a good person. And you know what? The way such so-and-so Christian lived the way I live. If they live that way, I'm definitely going to heaven. That's not the question. Is your name written in the book? How do you do? And Jesus says, I've given you plenty of time. He asked you this. How many times is before you got saved? How many of you said, I got to the chance before I got saved? I know I did. I was seven years old. Who gave me the 